investors invest in lines, not dots. If the first conversation you have with an investor is you're asking them for money, you failed. You have to connect dots. You have to build the relationship. We got an investment. It happened pretty fast. Like in a couple of weeks, it was like these series of very intense touch points and them getting to know me in a meaningful way and me giving to them and what they were doing. They had an event here in Atlanta. I helped promote it to some of the entrepreneurs in my Kabila community, my foundation community, on social media that I knew to help them do what they want to do. Like these guys are big time investors. The inclination for a founder to think is, oh, what can I do to help them? That's the absolute wrong mindset. Just be smart about it. They're having an event. They want founders to show up to their event, right? So don't go ask the question. Think about how you can help and then find a way to come back and be helpful. You have to connect the dots for investors. You can't just show up and throw up and think somebody's going to write you a check. It doesn't work that way. There's this bigger idea around this need to do things on my own and by myself. I could make this app by myself and do the technical work, but it's a double-edged sword. It also meant that I wasn't thinking about delegation. I wasn't thinking about how do I build out a team to do this so that I can focus on more strategically important things. My vision for this company was way bigger than anything I could ever do by myself. And even though I knew that logically, I had to feel that emotional and feel comfortable asking for help. Getting outside of this echo chamber of my own idea. The worst thing that I can do is just recycle my ideas over and over again. And I had been doing that for a while. And once I realized that I was getting nowhere with that, and I was like, you know what? I need to reach out and start asking people for help and start getting their ideas and incorporating them into my way of thinking. And the more and more I did that, the more expansive my thoughts were. I got a better understanding of what it is that I did. From the perspective of an outsider or an investor, it's your perspective oftentimes will betray you. And it's so important to add in fresh ideas to modify your own perspective. And that means asking for help and not being afraid to do it. Square one, be brutally honest with yourself and your co-founders and really in general and you're interacting with. But starting there at that place, your motivations, your goals for the business, your vision, the core principles and structure of that business, like those really matter. Our team didn't have hard conversations up front to the depth that I think could have really served us well. And that as a first-time founder, I would recommend more than anything to other first-time founders. Might feel uncomfortable, but it's necessary. And take that pain up front versus whatever chaos might ensue later. But really going to set you up, build that foundation. It's one of the most critical things you need to do as a first-time founder going zero to one. If we would have stayed static and just only focused on that sort of early set of data points, because it was really early in our life cycle, we would have flatlined or declined or died as a company. When that happened is we kept a very open model to adapt and change and ensure that we were weeding the market side of that equation continuously, even though we were successful. And so keeping a lens towards how the market is evolving, where it's heading in two to three years versus what you're feeling right now, because revenue is addictive. Like revenue and profit is awesome. It's like amazing value. And get a new client. But sitting static when that happens is a massive risk. It's not always a risk. Some companies can benefit from extreme focus like that. But in our case, we found a lot of success by looking forward and ensuring that we were weeding the market changes. And this was critical for us because corporations have continued throughout our entire history to invest in innovation. They've gotten better at it. They've brought more people in-house to do the work. Therefore, the bar keeps going up. Luckily, we spotted that. Obviously, we're perfect. 
but we at least try keep watching the market because it's going to change. Thank you for tuning in to the Founders Formula podcast, sponsored by Hatch Adventures. I'm your host, Chet Lovegren, and be sure to tune in every Tuesday as we talk to founders and CEOs worldwide who have been there and done that.